0: To Still Buffering, a cross generational guide to the culture that made us. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McElroy.
1: And I'm Taylor Smurl.
0: Sorry, I was trying to adjust oh, my. Oh, your, your little screen is so tiny. I know. I was trying to
2: adjust my the Audacity thing so I could see our thing, our blips, our, our blips on them.
0: I was trying to spot our blips, make sure they're blip, blipping. Got it.
2: Blip. blips be blipping. I know. I wanted them to blip appropriately.
0: Taylor, what are you drinking? It looks
2: so refreshing. It looks really refreshing. I'm drinking a mug of coffee, which is delicious, but not refreshing, I would say. Yeah.
1: Um, I I mean I do have I have my 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 coffee, but I I have also it's just it's just seltzer, but it's in this beautiful pink uh. goblet.
0: So oh. it just makes
1: it look. I like to drink everything out of this glass because it makes me feel like a fairy.
0: Yeah.
2: I, I mean it is beautiful it looks refreshing like it does yes. it looked like you were drinking some sort of special magical no, elixir just, just. it does look like something that would be handed to someone
0: on a quest <laughs> in yeah. you
2: know, like a fantasy movie that's
0: not a glass that's a goblet uh, it mm. is
2: so I'm
1: telling you if you need to find a little bit of joy in your day just get the fanciest looking glass you can possibly find you can get it probably at a party supply store you know and just mm-hmm. put put a beverage in that all day long you can't, you won't ever feel too bad because then you'll look at your glass and like, nah, I'm fancy.
2: I think, I think this is like, this is a better uh, personality test than maybe like, I don't know, your, your zodiac sign. <laughs> I have, so my favorite thing to drink out of is I have this big mug. It's not like a coffee mug. It's like a big block, like the block glass kind mm-hmm. of. So it's like geometric shape, but it's a mug with a big handle that I got from a local restaurant backyard that they would serve, like, their big servings of beer in. But it's not like the tall beer. You know what I'm saying? It's like a shorter, Mm -hmm. fatter block glass mug. And I love it. And it's my favorite thing to drink out of. Just anything. Just, Mm -hmm. I mean, water. I'll get ice water and drink it out of this big block glass. It's like a heavy, tough mug. And it's huge. It holds, I don't, I love it. Mm -hmm. It's my favorite thing to drink out of. (laughs)
1: Riley, what is your favorite thing to drink out of?
0: I'll be honest, guys. I usually just drink things like out of the, the thing they come in. Oh. <laughs> except except for when it's like if you get like a fresh pack of sodas and they're not cold yet, but you want to drink one. So like you want to put it on ice so it's cold. Mm-hmm. If that If that happens, then I have little like glasses i got from amazon that look like mason jars almost but like mm-hmm. they're smooth and they like lip up or like curve up at the top So like they have a little bit of like an, a curve that's going inwards mm-hmm. um but they're just like standard clear glass and they came with little clear glass straws so like you can see like sometimes i'll put my coffee in those mm-hmm. if i make it at home and it's cold coffee instead of putting it in a mug mm-hmm. so i guess i do drink drinks out of that but like when I drink like energy drinks or sodas or whatever, usually Either they're in cans.
2: I don't know. Maybe we could build an entire zodiac out of what our what. Drink.
1: Your preferred best. I feel like this more just like I feel like this determines your your D and D class.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like, your alignment.
1: Yeah, I think it does. That's possible. Sid <laughs> likes to drink out of a Stein. Let's call let's call it what it is. Sid, you, you like you drink out of a Stein. <laughs>
2: It's not, but yeah. I mean, like, I yes, but it's not. That's, but the, yeah. that's
1: the feeling you want to reinforce in yourself. I want to feel like like a magical fairy prince. You want to feel like a, a a a warrior of some mm-hmm. kind. Mm-hmm. And that's fair. You know.
0: I'm just. Is that? Am I just true neutral? <laughs> 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 I do out think out of the, the vessel things come in. It's something. It's something yeah. unfussy
2: and. Practical, but somehow pretentious. Also, hey, <laughs> because of the glass those, straw.
1: Yeah, the, the glass straw. That that's a very specific. It's I know the glass static. you're talking about. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: it's it's somehow passing judgment on our more like fanciful glassware. Like I don't I, think all of that is really necessary. I have
1: it? the most correct <laughs> glass for each <laughs> beverage.
0: I. I almost splurged and got one that's the exact same shape and exact same style off Etsy, but it had Taylor Swift, like, the name of an album on it, Mm -hmm. but it was color-changing, like, material. So, like, it looks white, and you can't really see it that well, but then when you pour something cold in it, it turns the color of, like, the album that is on it. And I almost bought it to splurge a little and be a little fun, but then I was like, do I really need that? Like, it's just the same glass (laughs) I have. (laughs) This is the same glass I already have, but, like, something different on the outside. I, just, live a, I live alone, and, like, people don't come over, so, like, who really, like, who's going to see it? It's just going to be for me. <laughs> Riley, that's for
1: your joy.
0: That's yeah, for my joy. Exactly for I know. Joy. They are very cool. There's a whole Etsy store that just does, like, color-changing, like, stickers on glasses, and I think that's fun. <laughs> um.
2: Well, it is St. It is Patrick's Day, so... Oh, boy. We can... Drink whatever your preferred celebratory beverage is out of your preferred celebratory glassware, or not yeah. glassware. It doesn't have to be glass or plasticware, plasticware, porcelainware, porcelain, <laughs> <wear>. ceramicware. <laughs> I don't know.
1: I, I'm working. I'm working at a bar tonight uh, on St. Patrick's Day, which is one of those things you, you're supposed to try not to do in my industry. <laughs> I know that sounds like like we want to do it, but mm-hmm. it, no, you you don't you don't want to no. do it. Yeah, but. My bar has chosen to pretend that they don't know that it's St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> and that's, that's what we're going
0: with. Honestly, <laughs> that's not a bad, like, mode of attack, no. I think. hmm yeah.
2: Like, you come, you come bursting in there with your friends all dressed in green, ready to do dumb things, and everybody's like, what is up with you? Yeah. It's just this, Friday. Oh, this, you're
1: celebrating something? Okay, that's fine. Well, that's yeah.
2: all. That's so someone's fun. Birthday what you, Yeah. Like, oh, that sounds like a fun day. Good, so, you know, have fun with that.
1: <laughs> it's not as severe as the stance that, like, New York takes on, on Santas during SantaCon. I, this yeah. is a very specific, well, I guess it, it happens on the West Coast, too, but you all know what SantaCon is, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, just, it it it, it cracks me up. All, all the signs up on every bar and restaurant, like no Santas. <laughs> like, if you didn't know what SantaCon was and you were just a tourist <laughs> in New York for the day, like, what is going on? Like, why
2: what? Are Santa- <laughs> New York hates Santa Claus. No Santas. <laughs> it's, it's exactly what they told me on Fox News. I know. They're right. <laughs> it's a war on Christmas. They're trying to kill Christmas. <laughs> It's exactly no. what Bill O'Reilly said they would do.
1: Oh man, real Santa is okay. False Santa's no. Man,
2: um, today's also match day. I don't know if any of our listeners are awaiting their match results, but good luck. What like
0: is oh, like match? for like residents. For, yeah, for men's I, I know that's students. what we're talking about. It, it was a holiday. Well,
2: it's it's (laughs) always around. It's always around this time of year. So sometimes it does fall on St. Patrick's Day. Like it's always a Mm -hmm. Friday at this time of March. And so occasionally it will land on St. Patrick's Day. And um, it's a it's a, you know, I don't know, a big day. It's yeah. either a big party day or a big sad day because you just yeah. like you open an envelope and it tells you like, here's where you're going to go work for the next three to five years to be the thing that you've studied and gone into debt for for the last eight years to be <laughs> good luck. I hope it's what you want in there. Then it's a big sad party day.
0: Yeah. yeah, But it's not a, big, yeah. sad
2: party. <laughs> it's, it's both. It's like because, you know, for me, it was like I got what I wanted. So yeah. I was like, yay. But not everybody will. So.
0: I got it all over my TikTok right now, like, videos of past match days where people, like, schools, I guess, do, like, Mm -hmm. people come up to the microphone and open up their letter and read it out loud in front of everybody, like, for the first time, which is wild, because watching those videos, it's, like, half the people up there start happy crying, and they're, like, dancing, and they're so happy because it's, like, exactly what they wanted, and then you can tell the people that go up and read it, and they're, like, yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs>
2: it's it's rough. They, d- they didn't do it that way when I came through. Like, we all were in a big room together at tables with our family or friends or whoever we wanted to bring with us. And we opened our envelope at our table. Um, but now they do something similar, I believe. And it, the only the only merciful part is that if you didn't match. They you tell kno- you
0: before today, they, you right? You know
2: early in the week. Yeah. And it gives you time to try to find a slot so that you're not. Because that would be the worst to stand up yeah. in front of everybody and open an envelope, and it's like, no, nope.
0: yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't think I could handle that. I don't think I could handle opening an envelope and it telling me where I'm going to move. I don't have enough control over that mm-hmm. for my my personal liking. Yeah,
2: there's there's a lot of criticisms you could level at this system.
0: Um, speaking of matches, hey, yeah, did you like that? Good job. That's
2: where I was going with that. Okay, that was my. It was a match day. It Was a transition point.
0: Mm. Um, perfect match. Yes. I made you all watch Perfect Match. Well, really, I made Taylor watch Perfect Mm -hmm. Match because Sydney had already started watching it, um, and I had already watched all of it. So really, it was just Taylor that I I made watch it.
1: Well, I I, I don't feel made, though, because I will say I started watching it, and I couldn't remember... uh, I couldn't exactly remember what dating show you told us to watch. I was pretty sure it was this one. And then Mm -hmm. by the time I got like three episodes in, I'm like, I'm going to keep watching this one anyway because this (laughs) is what I'm going to talk about either way. So I'm glad it was the right one.
0: Yeah. um, I'm glad you watched it. I was fully invested. I mean, we were Justin and
2: I found it uh, just natural. Like, it was just organic. We were looking at Netflix and we were like, Oh, is that like the Netflix version of Are You the One? That's what we thought. We thought it was Mm -hmm. like a stolen thing. The name is misleading. And So we watched like a trailer and we were like, hey, that's Joey. Wait, we know these people. Yeah. And then we were in.
0: Yeah. For those of you unaware, which I don't know why you wouldn't be up to date on the Netflix dating show scene. um, Perfect Match is one that just came out a couple weeks ago that only features Mm -hmm. cast members of other Netflix reality shows.
2: And it's sort of predicated on the belief that you probably have a perfect match for you, like a romantic perfect match somewhere in the Netflix, not even dating show, reality show yeah. universe, because they're not all from dating shows. No.
0: Um, and it's very, the the whole way it's set up, like, I, I don't know if this is how it really is, but it looks like every single night someone is like leaving like they bring in two new people and then two people leave because you're not in a couple. Like it it looks like it's like every day or every other day, which is kind of wild mm-hmm. um, to expect you to like decide who your perfect match is after meeting them. And like four hours later, you're like, all right, you're my perfect match.
2: It, I don't know the pace of it. I, I know that at one point early on when we were watching it. Somebody had said they loved each other and all this happened. And that someone said, we've been here like 10 days. And I was like, whoa, 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 wait, wait, wait back it up, back it up. You've been there 10 days? Yeah. That's it? 10 days? Well,
1: and I think it's mm-hmm. important to know that there is a monetary prize for being yes. the perfect yes. match at the end. So you have a, you an incentive for falling in love?
0: <laughs> yeah, which is interesting because Netflix obviously has other dating shows But the only other ones that have a cash prize are, like, too hot to handle, where the point isn't really to meet someone and fall in love. It's can you not mooch and make money? Like, if you can just not touch each other for a couple weeks, then you'll all make money and you'll all share it.
1: I'd make so much money on that show.
0: I know. It's so easy. I don't know why these these just... I don't know.
2: I, I don't know. <laughs> I'll never get too hot to handle. No. But like, I, I, yeah, I will never. That is a that's a whole other thing. I will never understand how everybody isn't just like, oh, well, OK, just no one touch each other. You got it.
0: Okay. Let's all just hang out for a couple of weeks. We're at a free resort with lots of free food and alcohol. Let's just like chill. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah. Know. But I mean, love is blind is the one mm-hmm. where like the point is supposed to be to meet someone that like you genuinely have a connection with and want to marry. And there's no cash prize mm-hmm. there. Like, I'm sure there's, like, when it comes to the weddings and stuff they do on the show, Netflix probably pays for a lot of that. But, I mean, you don't win money. Perfect match is, like, yeah, come fall in love. But also, if you're the best at falling in love, you'll get $50,000. The
1: best at falling in love. That's.
2: (laughs) that's, Yeah. hmm. It's kind of of mean um, in a way that I feel like a, a lot of the shows sort of hedge up on being kind of mean. And this one is, like. So, all the couples are matched up, and then one power couple has the opportunity to bring two new people in the house and send them on dates with other members to try to, you know, mess everything up. Which is wild. And cause chaos. And, like, sometimes the result of those dates are that the person who has, like, been totally devoted to their person, to their match, goes on one date with someone else and then comes back and is like, I'm so sorry. I actually... (laughs) I have... This is my perfect match now, and like, I've fallen in love. It it strips away all the artifice of like you can't say we just connected so much. We we just really get along well. We have so much fun together. We have our personality. Blah, blah, blah. No, no, no. You've been together on one date for like an hour. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. It's about like it's about the muscles. It's about the butt. Like let's just be honest. Like <laughs> it's about the butt. <laughs> it's, about it's about the butt. The butt. It's about yeah. something very surface yeah. because there's not enough time for it to really be about much else, which is kind of mean. It's like, Oh yeah. Well,
1: (laughs) and because it switches from like, you know, so one, one episode, I guess it'll be that there's two extra guys. And then the next week it'll be, there's two extra girls. So it's like, it's odd that people's love confessions are always timed with the week that, you know, Mm -hmm. they're in Mm -hmm. the party that could go home. Like, it's, it's just, oh, Every oh no. time. This is, I, I could perhaps go home tonight. I better tell somebody that I love them. But then yeah. next week, I'm going to dump them because I'll have the upper hand. It's
2: pretty brutal. And I don't understand, like, er, so early on in the show, two, two, I was going to say characters. I mean, <laughs> They're, well, whatever. Two humans. Um, Nick and savannah Mm -hmm. kind of have this like agreement like we're not really feeling each other romantically but if we play well together maybe we could win this
0: or even like if we keep matching up then at least we both can stay on the show Mm -hmm. until we both find someone that like we actually which
2: also like is a good deal like i mean you know whether or not you're gonna win the fifty thousand dollars, what you want from this is exposure because they're all like what actor model they're all influencer. like multi, multiple slashes, actor, model, yeah. influencer, whatever, you know. So like, what? that's what you want. Yeah. So wh- why would that not have been something everybody just like, okay, you and me to the end. Got it. Okay, let's have fun now. No, they can't. Nobody can make that work.
0: I think Joey and Carousel did that. We just didn't see them do that because I they Joey and Carousel knew each other before the show and I guess mm-hmm. it hooked up before the show. But then he like ghosted her which if i were carousel that would not have necessarily been the first person i ran to to be like you're my perfect match we're never gonna be with anyone else Ye- um but they are from day one the entire time and neither of them even like hint at looking at someone else Mm-mm. and part of me is like i feel like they decided early on like there's no one else here that i'm into you and i just like we'll vibe we'll hang out and we'll win because we'll be mm-hmm. together from day one i
1: love how much credit you're giving them um <laughs>
0: <for strategy. laughs> i just i don't understand i but i couldn't understand the whiplash i got as a viewer from carousel saying everyone in my family told me to never speak to him again and that he's horrible oh. and he ghosted me after telling me how much he cared about me and we hooked up and everything and then 10 minutes later is like running into his arms like oh joey i love you so much
1: no but see that's a, that that was the one relationship that felt like not authentic like in like a like a good way but like yeah that's yeah. exactly what happens like mm-hmm. that is that couple that they never they're they're all you know you go out to dinner oh we're just gonna go, go out to dinner together have a chill night and then like they're fighting and screaming and then also that's making true. out but then fighting and screaming again like that's mm-hmm. that couple like that's yep. of yeah of course they're together
0: and <laughs> they're and chandler that- and janice <laughs> that's what you're saying I, I think i think that's like think. <laughs> I don't think there's
1: Chandler in the room. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> I, Joey's a Joey. <laughs> I was gonna say
2: Joey there's a very straight like <laughs> corollary between Joey and Joey. Uh no, I I felt the same way, like Joey and Carousel are that I can see that couple together and everybody's like, gosh, they're so bad together, but then also can you imagine either of them with anyone else? No. No, not really. I don't know. And at least they were fun. Yeah. Like I I there was no, I, I I can, I buy that she was into him. Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure what Joey is doing. I, he's really hard to read. I found him hard to read on The Circle, too. But I found, I well, I, I liked
1: him. I don't want to say, I, I, these are all, everything's edited and they're, you know, it's TV. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to say I didn't like this person as much. But I enjoyed him more on The Circle, maybe because mm-hmm. the relationship stuff, it's hard not to kind of, you know, that adds an extra element in. Um where I I didn't like him as much on this show. Just
2: I, yeah. I felt the same. He's he does this uh negging thing to carousel early on yeah. that like really just icked me out. Mm-hmm. Like, uh no 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 no. I don't 'cause he knew he knew she'd come running back. He knew it and I mean, yeah. I, I didn't like she I didn't was, love that.
1: She was asking him like point blank for validation in their relationship and he was like, No, <laughs> like, come no. on.
0: Yeah. And she tells him, like, hey, I want to be married soon. He's like, yeah, I'm never going to get married, ever. I don't do that. I don't see myself as that kind of guy. And then the next episode, he <laughs> proposes. <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't, I couldn't get a good read on Joey in that one. Yeah. That's why I feel like he just decided... Maybe it wasn't, like, a, a unified decision then. Maybe Carousel really wasn't a Joey and wouldn't have picked anyone else. But maybe Joey early on was like, yeah... I could win if I stay in a relationship from day one. So I'm just going to well you, stay here.
2: I mean, I think that's that's what adds an extra layer to the show that makes it kind of interesting to watch is when you watch a lot of reality TV, you're watching people who are not used to being filmed 24-7 mm-hmm. and having every random thought and dumb idea that we all have. We all have dumb ideas. Just sort of like put out there for the world to know about you and and have impressions of you, like, it's usually all fresh. Mm -hmm. These are all professionals in a sense. Yeah, Yeah. They know that. They know that's the game. And so there's that added layer of, they are acting to some extent. Mm -hmm. They are very aware of who they're going to, they know that a narrative will be built around things. And I don't know how you account, you know, it's just so many layers of stuff going on then.
1: Well, and I, I'm sure we're going to spoil the ending, uh, but I, yeah. I do think you know it's it's interesting that with that in mind, the fact that they're all kind of you know versed in this, that the the couple that got together originally and stayed together the longest wasn't necessarily the best plan. You had to just yeah, weave mm-hmm. the most dramatic like it, you know like love story, the one that touched yeah. your heart the most, which was who yeah. won.
2: Um, which we will talk about. We will spoil and we it. we will spoil it. But first.
0: Let's check the group message. So I got to tell you all, I'm, I'm on spring break, so I've had a little bit of free time. And there was only one thing I wanted to do in my free time because I'd already binged all of Perfect Match, so I didn't really have anything to watch. Um, and that was solve a murder and catch a killer, you know, Ooh. as you do in your spare time. Um, That's exciting. Well, and I was able to do that because of Hunt a Killer. Uh, I personally have been a longtime fan of Hunt a Killer. Sid, you actually introduced me to Hunt a Killer many, mm-hmm. many years ago. Um, they they send you send you packages where you can examine the evidence, eliminate suspects, and catch the killer with immersive, engaging storylines filled with plot twists. Um, it, is, it is so much fun. It is so different from some of the other sort of, like, immersive murder mystery things out there because Hunt a Killer includes, like, puzzles and riddles and like physical like locks to undo and maps to use um this past week mom and dad and I did one together that had like a flag that you would to fold in a certain way to get a clue and it had a lock box and you'd figure out how to get the code and there was a riddle and a like a cipher and all that and it was just so much fun um and it's all you know we had a, like a little interactive app to use with it so it's a lot of fun for you know, family game nights, if you want to do it on a date night, maybe a team building event, you want to do it on your own. It's totally able to do on your own.
2: Yeah, it's a great thing for Justin and I to do because we have kids who go to bed and we don't want just want to watch TV every night, but we don't have the option of going out every night. So it's a really fun thing to do together.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and I know if you're like me and maybe you live alone, it, there's no you don't have to have a, you know, co-detective. It's also totally able to do solo. So really, any any night you have a free night to solve murder, Hunt a Killer is there for you. Uh, so Tay, if our listeners want to check out Hunt a Killer, what should they do?
1: Well, they should head over to Hunt a Killer at bit.ly slash Hunt Killer underscore buffering and use buffering for 10% off your first order of immersive murder mystery games today. Thank you, Hunt a Killer, for sponsoring this episode.
2: Um, now, I will say we're going to spoil the show, but not not just for our listeners, but for me. I don't know how it ends. You don't? No. Oh. You didn't oh. I we I have not Justin and I have not watched to the end.
0: Well, is it okay if we spoil yeah, are it for you? You can okay Yeah, with that'll that? be okay. okay. I'll
2: I, still watch it. I
1: also did I was watching it till about six AM <laughs> last night. But I didn't get quite to the end, so I decided to look it up. Like I need to know who is still yeah. together. Uh spoiler alerts.
2: Nobody. Nope. <laughs>
0: Not a one, uh, I didn't figure
2: anybody would end up together. Yeah.
0: Part of it is that they filmed this over a year and a half ago. Oh, wow. Like, it's been a long time since they filmed this. So these couples would have had to have been together for like a pretty serious amount of time for them to still be together at this point. Um, none of them are still together. And sadly, yes, Joey and Carousel who had been together since day one, who did get literally engaged before the show ended, did not win. Did they vote? they voted. They brought back all of the people and everyone got to vote. Everyone that had been on the show at any point got to vote. I for one of the four final couples.
1: I feel like there's got to be one reason that the couple that won won.
0: It was Georgia and Dom. Why did they win? I don't know. I, do you do you have a theory? Well, I think it's because of how
1: how Dom got I mean again, oh. like editing always comes into play on these shows, yeah. but I think it's how Dom got treated by Francesca. It, it If we're just talking, like, narrative arcs, it led this whole, like, oh, he got treated so poorly, and he was ready to go, and Georgia mm-hmm. swooped in and was like, you're a really good guy, you deserve a chance at love, I'm gonna pick you just so you get to stay, and that that was, like, a good romantic origin story that people yeah. were rooting for them in the long term. I, I was rooting for them, I bought into yeah. the narrative.
0: Well, I like Dom because he seemed like a good, good guy and it, Francesca seemed like she maybe wasn't the nicest going about things. Well, and so. I,
2: now I think I think him telling Francesca that he was in love with her after what it would have been like I mean, four or five days. Yeah. I don't less know. Less than a week. Yeah. I, I don't know that. I mean, I think that that move, it's hard to be like, well, I mean, that's a little. Fa- I mean, yeah. That's a little fast, man. I, I, you know, like, i it's hard for me to say she's a bad guy for not also being in love with him after four or five days. right? But she then went on to do things that were pretty mean. And I mean, even like by reality TV standards, and especially yeah. as a veteran of reality TV, was really willing to lean into the villain well, role, you know?
1: I, I liked her. the. I, she was my favorite at the beginning because she just yeah. seemed so chill and confident and she wasn't going to play games. And so I was really like, I felt like it was a big sort of like out of character moment when she just like her her and Dom had, had one best couple and they were sent into the boardroom to choose the next people that came in. And she saw someone on the board that she'd had previous uh, unresolved feelings for it was like you know what actually i'm gonna go on a date with this guy peace that <laughs> like, was like that's whoa
0: the, cra- that's the craziest part. it was part, a huge yeah, twist that you can i didn't even know that was an option that you could send yourself on a date like well, that seems like a wild strategy to implement that you do a competition to see which couple is most compatible and you send that couple into the boardroom and also give them the option to like yeah you're the most compatible But if one of you wants to go on a date with someone else, go ahead.
2: (laughs) Well, but I I mean, and I don't know if if like in Francesca's mind, there's a long game here. Yeah. Fifty thousand dollars is nice. But if I play this right, they're going to want me on every reality TV show they ever do. Oh, yeah. Because somebody who's willing to do stuff like that, to be the villain, to Mm -hmm. be to say stuff to the camera, like in all of the little solos, like she is willing to say the thing that you're like, oh, my God, I can't believe she just said that. Like she doesn't care you're always going to get cast on reality TV shows if you're willing to be that person.
0: And she and she's very attractive. Yeah, She has
2: that in her quarter, too. She's very attractive.
0: And she was the villain in Too Hot to Handle. She was in the very first season. And right off the bat, is like, I want to make everybody mad. I'm going to kiss another girl just for fun so that we lose money and everyone else can get mad at me. Um, and then she came back for Love is Blind, not to be on it, but to be like a wrench in Damien's relationship that he was about to get married and love is blind. Like that's been her role in the sort of Netflix cinematic universe um, <laughs> is is the villain. Mm. Uh, so I mean she plays it well. Yes. Was she one of the final couples with Abby? No. Abby was a final couple with Bartise. Okay. Yeah. It was Joey and Carousel, Georgia and Dom, Abby and Bartice. And, oh, why am I blanking? Who else was there towards the end that I'm not thinking about? Oh, was it Chloe and Shane? Yeah. Chloe and Shane.
2: So Chloe ditches Mitch and gets back with Shane.
0: They get to go to the boardroom, Chloe and Mitch, I think. And she says, I want to be back with Shane and brings him back herself.
2: Is it because Mitch says FERC so much, do you think?
0: I mean, that has to be part of it. He also looked at her and said, I don't want a relationship. Yeah. And she was like, you're on a show called Perfect Match. What do you mean? <laughs>
1: how, how much of this? Because some of those moments, it's like, I mean, that's good TV. I really want to know how much of this is actually like, are there like little sneaky writers and editors going in? Like, you know, it would be really dramatic if you did this. Because that moment, like bringing back him, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, that's, that's good TV. I get it. Well,
2: <laughs> I think so. I mean, I, I I, think there definitely are. I think um, there are producers who are constantly
0: talking to them. And also telling them what to talk about. And, I've heard them say that several times. was mm-hmm. like, oh, well, they told us to talk about this mm-hmm. or this person or whatever.
2: And they'll also, like, sort of commiserate with you and then be like, but, you know, I just have to say, like... You and Shane looks really good together. Like you can see that mm-hmm. happening behind the scenes, right? Like it's I don't the know, show maybe unreal. It is like Except stuff like real. that is happening yeah. in the background that we don't know where they're like pushing them in directions.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> um. So yeah, those are your four final couples, and Francesca basically chooses on her own. Like, there's no one here for me. Um, I'm out.
2: That's interesting.
0: So, yeah, because she doesn't want to be with Damien anymore. She tells Damien, I don't see us being together. And he cries and leaves because um, Damien, I guess, is also in love with her very quickly. So
2: I think the the least realistic part to me, and Justin agreed, is that someone like Inez is on this show. And nobody is hooking up with Inez. And maybe I, it was that her standards were that high. I think maybe that's, that's what, what it, was. it was. But, like, to me, she was the most attractive, funniest, smartest, most interesting, caring, like, actually seemed to, like, be considerate of other people. When she hurt Georgia's feelings, she went right to Georgia and apologized and She was explained. fairly, like,
0: emotionally mature.
2: Yeah. Like, wow. I, she really struck me as, like, now there, there's a catch right there. Mm-hmm. I don't know why she was having so much trouble... I don't know.
0: I will say I was unfamiliar with her because she was from the Circle France, I believe. Yeah, I didn't see that. Um, And I haven't seen that. But when she got put on a date with Bartise for her first date on the show, I felt bad for her already because I knew who Bartise was, even though I didn't know who she was. And then when she started talking, and I realized, like, oh, she doesn't want to just rush into, like, a reality TV show relationship. Mm -hmm. She, like, actually wants to get to know people and, like, doesn't want to, I don't know, like make out with someone she's like well that's not real like that's not authentic like I want us to just like know each other as people I wouldn't do this if we were out in the real world like why would I do it now um she is the one person I've ever seen on a Netflix reality show that has that mindset I think she was just too I don't know realistic had too high standards
1: well I I, well I think also uh, that the whole 0.5 episode colony there had that same vibe (laughs) colony did uh, (laughs) Somebody from a it was I don't selling I don't sunset know that, so that, she's like a realtor right like yeah. a high end realtor yeah mm-hmm. selling so. sunset
0: but in there's like a speci- they have like cities for them and I forget which city she was from
2: yeah so
1: she she popped yeah. in she looked around and was like none of these people have real careers I'm I'm out yeah thanks that, I got that was I got a job <laughs> I'm rich
2: I think that was so weird to include people from those shows because like. You have such a range and you can make some corollaries between like, do you want to go on a show where you talk to strangers through a wall and then have to propose to one? (laughs) Do you want to go on a show where you're all really hot, but you can't do it? Do you want to go on a show? I mean, like these have similar vibes, right? Like you're, you're kind of on do you want to go on a show where I sound like weird purgatories? (laughs) Well, they are, they are. Do you want to go on a show where you're locked in an apartment and you talk to people through social media and they might not be real people or whatever? Yeah. So the I, I mean like that. this is all weird. And then you're like here's just a reality show about people who have jobs where they make a lot of money selling really high-end real estate and they're cool and flashy and whatever but yeah. like that's it. And they might also be really attractive but that's not the point. The point is that they're good at selling houses. Mm-hmm. That was a weird thing. No, no yeah. wonder they showed up and went. What is this? Why are oh. you all half naked? Why is everyone drunk? Yeah. What is going on here? <laughs> no, I don't want to be your perfect man. What do you do? You're a you're an influencer. No, thank you. I'm, oh, I'm I, good. I I'm gonna leave now.
0: I also I just gotta ask um, Nick Lachey. <laughs> I is he okay? <laughs> Cause like I always worried about oh what's his face that hosts The Bachelor and Bachelorette Chris. Something he's a Chris, I right? I don't know. He's like this older dude, he d- had to leave, right? I think they replaced him, but it mean, was like a problem. Oh, he did something. I don't I know. know I'm not, you know what? I
2: don't watch those shows, I don't I, watch
0: them anymore. I used to, and I often worry I about know. like this is a man in his 30s and 40s who's having to talk to these like 20-some-year-olds mm-hmm. about their heartbreak after the guy they went on one date with who dated 20 other women. Like, is he okay? Sure. And now I watch Nick Lachey and I think the same thing, like. Is Nick, is Nick Lachey doing okay?
1: I just love the moments where all of these 20-year-olds, like, celebrate, like, Nick
0: Lachey! Yeah. It's <laughs> Every like time that. he walks in the room. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I don't know. I And I also, because he hosted Love is Blind with his wife, mm-hmm. and it was like a couple's thing, and then, like... There were moments on Love is Blind where they would talk about struggles in their own relationship. Mm -hmm. Well, specifically, Vanessa would talk about Nick being like a bad guy in the past. And like not wanting to marry her
0: and Mm -hmm. dating other people. And
2: yeah. And allude to like maybe some major misbehavior kind of things. But no, I mean, I don't know. I have no idea what their history is. But Vanessa Lachey sort of put it out there. Yeah. So there it is. Uh, And then Nick Lachey is hosting this on his own. It felt like she like they had a fight behind the scenes and she's like I'm not doing this Nick this is stupid it's stupid no this is too far it's why our do you want third wanna... show and this one is a stupid one like they they don't really want to find love we can't even pretend this isn't an experiment we pretended like love is blind is an experiment this is not an experiment what is it nick and he's like I got to do it nick Lachey
0: hosts reality tv now I mean t- they also hosted the ultimatum which I I keep forgetting that was a show because it only existed for one season. I don't know if they ever made any more, but it was the worst premise. Um, But one of the guys who was on Perfect Match was from the Ultimatum, and he only lasted like one episode. And his name was Zay, and Ultimatum was basically couples where one of them wants to get married and one of them won't. So they go on a show where they make them fake marry someone else in one of these couples. And then at the end of three weeks, after they've lived with this other person, they decide if they want to marry their original partner or not be with their original partner anymore it's wild uh zay was on that show and was i think was one of the people who wanted to get married
2: i don't remember and his
0: girlfriend didn't because i think he was with ray because was zay and ray i don't remember but she ended up being with someone else at the end of it and then zay comes on this show and he's like i just want to i don't know like i've had a bad experience before all these other people got married through a wall or like Just got to like be in a fun, like beachy condo and make money off of it. But like, I went on a reality TV show and got no money and then got like dumped (laughs) on TV. So I'm just trying to have a good time. And he's one of the first ones to go.
1: And then he he ended up with with one of them, right? Like, he's he's
0: dating. So he is now dating Savannah, apparently. And they started, uh, she said that they had a relationship on the show. Uh, So I guess he wasn't one of the first ones out, but like very early on, mm. but they never showed it. I guess because both of them ended up leaving fairly early. Um,
2: I I do appreciate. I hope that Netflix will stop um, their series of experiments <laughs> when they do dating shows and then they or keep at least insisting. just stop calling them experiments. Yeah, stop calling them. Expe- they're not. This is not an experiment, Netflix. This is not what an experiment is. You're not doing it. And they they make all the contestants say that like we just need to see if this experiment works. Like this isn't. This isn't an experiment. <laughs> It's reality TV.
1: Let's just put a bunch of hot people in a house and get them wasted and then film it and edit it for narratives. Which the whole, I gotta, I'm just trying to figure out what the, what are the rules with drinking on this show? Because everything's in like unlabeled bottles and they always drink out of those like. Uh, the like, white,
0: the plastic. Yeah, plastic like, yeah. They, yeah. Cut, they like can't wine show the alcohol.
1: I don't know. It's a, it's a weird aspect I, that i'm just always like what is going on there
0: as far as i know there's no limit on drinking and okay. i'm pretty sure it's all provided but i did see because in love is blind they use those gold mm-hmm. goblets yeah. and i looked up why do they use these and i th- someone said it was because of continuity like, they didn't want oh, you to see, yeah. like, someone has a wine glass that's almost mm-hmm. empty, but in the next scene, in the same conversation, it's full. Like, then you know ah, it was okay. edited.
2: That makes total sense why you would use opaque yeah. vessels. So that, that then, sense. yeah. And then you, you can, can mix also... mix things up as much as you want. You can also mix up different nights and stuff. Exactly. Which they, they do that sometimes. Yeah. Like, you think you're seeing one night of conversation, and really this happened over the course of 24 hours or yeah. something. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, which, I mean, bar- I think it was Bartis t- or... T- One of them said, like, that after the end of it, they did interviews with all of them, and he said he was there when Shane got splashed on when Chloe jumped in the pool that was up on the balcony, Mm -hmm. and he said, I couldn't remember why Shane was upset, because I was just blackout drunk at that point. I don't remember anything. So, like, I mean, there's a good... There has to be a good amount of alcohol going around. I
2: I think that... Because I know on the UK dating shows, they limit that. They limit the drinking. They don't want people to be drunk. And that's... I mean, there are, like, a number, other than health reasons safety reasons why that's probably a better idea
1: mm-hmm. um well paired with the fact that they then have to share a room with somebody right
0: a private room
1: cuz and I don't know like what said like but but I I don't I was looking at different articles and apparently some a lot of contestants didn't know about that that, that. was how it
0: was going to be yeah
1: and they were upset that that was a stipulation well, cuz that's just like I mean, not
0: a thing in any dating show you just
1: gotta be alone in a room with someone
0: yeah the only one that does anything similar is love is blind and it's the couples that get engaged live in their own little apartments but I mean like love island they all sleep in one big room together Mm -hmm. like there's no same with too hot to handle yeah yeah. there's no privacy for I mean not just to spy on everybody just to you know be safe Um,
2: Yeah, and are you the one this season they have bunk beds
0: I got to say, I love Are You The One? That is the one dating show you talk about getting a bunch of 20 somethings to drink and then be hot in a house together, like, and then film it. That's exactly what Are You The One is, except then they make them solve a big logic puzzle. And it's so <laughs> that <involves math>. fun. <laughs> and no one goes home like there's no like getting rid of people and replacing them. I've never understood shows like because Perfect Match did that. Two people left and then two new people came the next day. And it's like, if you keep replacing people like that, or even in the circle, and it's not a dating show, it's just a competition show, how do you expect people who are come in like a week before the finale to ever be on the same level as people who've been there since yeah. day one? I don't know. Um, I was just
2: happy to see Chloe back on TV. Do you Chloe. like Chloe? I watch Chloe on anything. Chloe makes um, good TV. Yeah. Chloe's funny. She's very savvy. She knows what... Yeah. I think like Joey, There, there are some people who kind of know what the deal is, and they're they're trying to to do something. I think Francesca's the same way. Um, I think that one guy from the mole, not Dom, the other guy... Will. ...was trying to do something like that, but I don't know.
0: It's so funny because... Showing up
2: on a dating show and saying, I just want to win is not a good vibe.
0: And especially because his show hadn't aired at that point. So everyone else there is just like, who <laughs> are you <laughs> and what did you do? What's the mole? Um, yeah.
2: That's pretty funny.
0: Also, Georgia is now dating. Just for reference, everybody, um, Francesca's ex, Harry, who was on too Out to handle with her in the first season. I think I they dated after Harry. the first season, and like they did the little catch up over Zoom, and he proposed to Francesca with a ring pop over Zoom, and it was like a oh. whole like thing. Mm-hmm. Um, now Georgia is dating him, and apparently, started dating him while she was still with Dom, like right after the show ended. And Dom didn't know. It's so messy. Yeah, it's so messy. The, somebody's got
2: to tell these young people that there are other networks and streaming services that you could probably find reality TV show contestants to date. I mean, if you need it to be a reality TV I show I was going to say, or just someone who's not a reality TV show contestant. There, there are also people who haven't been on reality yeah. TV. I
1: don't... <laughs> I mean, is this... Just... In the future, where everybody has spent some sense of time on reality TV shows, it's like—I mean, I spent my twenties like probably drinking too much and dating around. Mm -hmm. It's just—it just everybody does it on on some sort of syndicated television show. (laughs) Which
2: the future is, you know, they they predicted that really with shock treatment. If you think about it, (laughs) Oh, yeah, they did.
0: (laughs) Um, Abby was from a show called Twenty Somethings in Austin. I—I've never watched it. I assume from what she said about it and from the fact that it's called 20 somethings and the brief clips they showed, that is just about 20 somethings in Austin who are living in Austin and like going out and not necessarily okay. dating, just like living. I don't know. Um, I'm very confused by the premise of that show, but I guess that's just another one was just like watching people exist. Can we watch attractive people exist? Yeah. <laughs> I'm
1: telling it's, you it's shock treatment. It's just attractive people zoo. That's what all these shows are. That's
0: what it is. I do have to say that I think one of my least favorite people from any Netflix show other than Bartise who I really don't like. Um maybe not one of my least favorite people. I don't understand him because I don't understand the game he's trying to play, I think. I don't I he, my least favorite one to watch is Chase because he comes on and he's like i'm the bad guy i'm the villain but i don't want people to see me that way so i wanted georgia to know i really like her so i'm gonna give her a rock oh yeah (laughs) that's so when i say he's my least favorite i don't know him as a person i just mean like watching him i can't grasp what what his game yeah when he
2: gives her that rock that. I was so glad she reacted exactly like yeah. I wanted. Like, please have a scene of after this of her going, he gave me a rock. <laughs> it was perfect. It was like, ha ah! she did it. He gave her a rock. I mean, I think this is
1: just other like how how to hot people live. I don't understand where you just do things. You're like, whatever. There'll be more people that think I'm hot. And you just get mm-hmm. to go through life that way for like yeah. a good portion of it.
2: It, it. it is weird. It is weird to think about that. Like, well... I don't need this hot person because there are going to be a whole series of hot people who will like me because I'm hot. He also, people are just going
1: to look at me and want to date me. I, yeah.
2: That, I'll never have a problem with that.
0: He also had a girlfriend before coming on to the show. Now
1: the secret girlfriend? And while girlfriend. he was on the show.
0: Yeah. And Georgia knew that, I guess. So, like, it was a known thing that he Yeah, because she had a was grilling him on that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, thank you all for watching Perfect Match. Um,
2: ha- yeah, it, it people is, do.
0: It is ridiculous and I love it. And if you are someone who also just likes watching hot people exist and make bad decisions, then yeah, you should watch it. Yeah, no, I that. think
2: it's, it's funny. It's fun. Yeah, it's entertaining. I, I, I would not unrecommend it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm still going to finish it. Yeah. Yeah. You should finish it. Yeah. Um, so, what's next?
2: Well, uh, we have a special guest here to tell us what's yeah. next because next week starts our Max Fun Drive. Yes, and we try to do episodes that are a little special, a little different um, for those. And uh, Charlie, who I assume everyone knows, but just in case you don't, is my oldest daughter. <laughs> She's eight. If you're new here, is here to tell us what we're going to talk about next week. Charlie, this is your something you like, right? You want to say hi? Hi. I am Charlie, and we are going to be talking about the YouTube channel Jordan Matter. Jordan Matter? Yeah. Like yes. like the name Jordan and then the word Matter? No. The full name is Jordan Matter. Oh, the last name yeah. is Matter. Yeah. Um, You're talking to the mic. He's like this photographer, YouTuber. Um, How is this a child?
0: Okay. This is a grown man. This is a grown oh. man. <laughs> <But> <laughs> okay, she does hmm.
2: have a child who's, like,
0: pretty much always on the channel Salish. I really
2: like her. She's really-
0: Oh, no. This- oh. Okay. <laughs> That's the one that Cooper wanted me to turn on was the kid. Okay. Okay. So Jordan Matter.
2: Yes. On YouTube.
1: Jordan, M-A-T-T-E-R.
0: Okay. All and right. you're going to come talk to us about this grown man. Can, can I ask you one more question before you right. leave?
2: Why do you smell so fruity? I was playing with slime. Um, I was playing with slime that smelled
0: really good for some reason. Okay. Playing right. this, this person marker. has 15 million subscribers. I gotta <laughs> know what he does to be this popular. <laughs> well, Cause just clearly, looking at the little thumbnails. <laughs> he <I'm> matters.
2: <laughs> All right. Well, we're gonna find out next week when we uh, watch Jordan Matter on YouTube, and then discuss
0: this with Charlie. Now I can
2: finally watch it, and my, and my parents have
0: to. <laughs> she said, now I can finally watch it, and my parents have to. If you want to do your evil laugh, you got to do it into the mic. I yeah. think everyone missed that. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There we go. Bye-y. Thank you, Charlie. Bye, Bye-y. Charlie. All right, well... I see Taylor has found Jordan. <laughs> oh, Taylor. <laughs> you too.
2: Okay. <laughs> okay.
0: Oh, this is going to be... Kit, is there any way you can convince the other one to not pick the weirdest YouTube channel? No. Is there any
2: like weird show she likes? If If I have influence over one, it was Charlie. So That's that was true. really the one I, I we had the best shot with. It's true. Great. Well, all right. We'll talk about that next week. <laughs> all right. In the meantime, um, Perfect Match is on Netflix go watch it <laughs> uh, and you should go to MaximumFun.org and check out all the great podcasts that you would enjoy you can email us at maximumfun.org. you can tweet at us at stillbuff and thank you to the novellas for our theme song Baby Change Your Mind
0: this has been your cross-generational guide to the culture that made us I'm Riley Smurl I'm Sydney McElroy
1: and I'm Taylor Smurl
0: I am still buffering.
1: and I am, am, am too
2: Can't believe we're gonna watch this YouTuber. Oh, boy, a grown man. Boy. I don't know. It's, it's in the series of parents who look more fun than us that our kids love.
1: <laughs> That's an interesting vibe.
2: Wait, wait till you check out these YouTube money mansions. Oh my god. 0 <sighs> No Rousey Security, free beef from Dairy All Day. Max Fun Drive. Hey, chef, we got another one. Another Max Fun Drive. People know it's the best time to support the shows they love. You tell them about meet up days back? Sure did. They wanted to know about the live streams though. Those are finishing up right now. We can even send one out on the first night, March 20th. March 20th, Jeff! I'll give him a heads up. Uh, They also wanted the limited-time thank-you gifts for new and upgrading members. Yep, and we got some fresh episodes ready to go, too. All right, we got exciting live streams, meet-up day, fresh episodes, limited-time gifts. Oh, and Boca! Yeah, um, okay, let them know that Max Fun Drive 2023 will be ready on, um march 20th and it'll only be two weeks two weeks chef max fun drive starts on march 20th for just two weeks no problem Order up. shoot i forgot their water maximumfun.org
1: comedy and culture artist owned audience supported